0: Welcome back, guys, to the From the Stands podcast with your hosts Alec Wojak and Alex Rodriguez. This is going to be a very sad, sad podcast because, as everybody knows, the United States has been officially knocked out of the World Cup after losing to the Netherlands three to one. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was a terrible game. Um, I had more hope in this group
1: for this for this game, but they were so ignorant, bro.
0: Dude, we were so ignorant thinking that, you
1: know, oh, oh this God. is
0: Holland. Where I mean, I didn't underestimate Holland exactly, but it wasn't like I didn't think it was going to be the way Bro, that it was. I went
1: into this match saying we were going to win 3-0. Bro, it was vice versa. Yeah. Bro, our I goal said was two, a one. fluke. Our goal was two. a fluke.
0: Yeah, should not not have gone in. But anyway, yeah, United States knocked out 3-1 by the Netherlands. Um, it was a very, very bad game very shocking uh decisions from greg berhalter it just there was no consistency with this team this entire tournament okay and it doesn't make sense to me and we'll get more into this is that throughout the three group stage games i saw a lot of fight from this team and then once you get to the round of 16 it just it completely fell apart oh so it, really, like, it looked just like we were just so
1: thought. eager man like it was like all right group stage all right, we're going to uh, we're, we're gonna make sure we get a result, make sure we get points, right, whatever it takes. And then when it came down to play against Holland, we just threw everything at them, man. Like, we were just going, like, we were flying, just trying to get crosses into the box. And, man, it was just, there was no end product. And that was the most frustrating part watching this game is that we put so much into our attack. The Dutch countered three times and scored on all three. Occasions. They
0: were so good at countering us. You could just watch it. We passing around. We're trying to go forward. We're trying to go forward. The moment one of uh, somebody make like makes a mistake and plays a terrible ball, the Dutch are just going directly at us. Okay, and the defense, dude. What happened? Where were dude, they? Where I, were it they?
1: felt like I was watching an NBA game the whole time. It was.
0: Oh, it dude, was just like counter
1: like, counterattack, counter-attack counter. It was just like what and then when the game was in control in some sort of control It was even when we were on the ball. It felt like we were in control It felt more like the Dutch were in control defending It was it was a shock. It's so shocking man
0: It was not how we thought this game was in go how has have seen man. this theme this team perform okay, this is it was oh man, it was so bad and the big thing from this game that I saw, and I had a feeling it was going to happen just be based off everything that's happened, like Sargent getting injured, Hadji right underperforming. We saw Jesus Ferreira. <laughs> Ferreira going, starting. Listen, 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 listen. I'm, I'm saying this as an I FC do Dallas absolutely. fan. I'm, I'm saying this as an FC Dallas fan. I know when I am wrong. <laughs> he was terrible. Did nothing. Offered <laughs> nothing in the attack. Oh my gosh. This is how this is, dude. It's just oh, it's so bad, man. You see it everywhere. Everybody is saying that it is ridiculous that Greg Berhalter only picked three people who play the striker position for this team. You're telling me that Pepe couldn't have done something?
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's so ironic that we end up playing against the Dutch and Pepe isn't there to play against. Damn, it's so, it's just so ironic. And guess who's starting in that position, Ferreira of all people. It's okay, just, I'll say this, he sense. just, he didn't, he didn't play the entire tournament. Okay, and to throw him in,
0: in the round of 16 game, was ridiculous. Okay, if he would have played maybe in the group stage and he didn't perform, I understand why he wouldn't play the rest of the, rest of the tournament. You know what I mean? But you can't just throw a 21-year-old. Who- no, no. Did not play a single game in the World Cup yet. Who sat his ass in the of the entire single minute, game, bro? Yeah, not even a single minute, and he just throw him in against the Dutch. Like exactly. where? Where is bro with Greg the Virgil Berhalter's van Dijk
1: on his ass too? Like the whole time, Virgil van Dijk just right on him. Like, like what do you expect from Jesus for? Uh, He's dude. Bro, and the thing legit, is I, I, though, I, is that, ahead.
0: and this is the most shocking stat to me. The the USA led the most crosses in the entire World Cup. Entire tournament. We've led the entire World Cup with most crosses into the box, and guess what? Who is who's gonna get on to the end of that? Have you seen like our our roster and look at the height the heights of people? Yeah. Dude, no one's doing it. Haji right did nothing. Sergeant did nothing. like Sergeant, yeah, he got on to an end of few, but nothing nothing came from it. So you're telling me that there was not better options for him to pick from. So, I get that Daryl DK hasn't been playing; he's been injured, obviously. But Pepe, who is our most informed forward, is not
1: on the freaking on the plane. There, it makes no sense he, to me. He scored so many goals like that involved crossing and World Cup qualifying. Like you would just assume Pepe would be there. It's, just, it's so crazy. Um, no, I, I I was thinking about it. Right, I think we had ninety three crosses into the box, like opposition box. Guess how many goals we scored? We scored three the entire tournament. You know how crazy that is to put in 93 balls into the box and we scored three goals. This has got to be the most shocking part of
0: the entire tournament is that we've only scored three goals. We've it's just it's very disappointing when you look at this team who And considering came, the opposition. Considering the opposition and all this other stuff, but if you watch this team during World Cup qualifying, and obviously I know it's not against Teams like the Dutch and all this, but it's yeah. a completely different team, and I think a lot of that comes from uh, Greg Berhalter not picking the people that were core members of our run to the
1: World Cup in yeah, the first yeah. place. Areola, right? Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. I agree with you, but the thing is that, like, and during World Cup qualifying, like, we would, whenever we would play like a Panama or a Honduras, and we're sitting there trying to break down teams, we were terrible at it we were just not good at keeping the ball, trying to break them down, being creative, and scoring goals. Instead, well, that's exactly what the Dutch did against us, and we struggled again, and we scored our fluke goal. So it just – I'm not even surprised by the result. It is just – it's shocking, this whole thing from
0: them. Um, Yeah, but the game – was terrible. We did not play well at all. Yeah, we got a goal back, but then we let up another. It's just it was frustrating. Like, you know, when we got scored on and it was one nil and we were going into halftime, I was like, okay, listen, yeah, we're one nil down. But that it's is fine. so that is so manageable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we've seen this team before have terrible first halves and then second halves they become this ridiculous yeah, super, they go super crazy. team who like has all the confidence in the world but then you know when you're like okay you're thinking about the next half or whatever and you're looking down at your uh tablet or whatever you're watching the game you see them get a throw in so easy the easiest ball in the world just goes in and they you know who they let score daily blend of all okay?
1: people yeah they're left back
0: of all people daily blend. no one picks them up i'm pre- i'm i'm pretty sure this happened on the memphis memphis squad right yep. like first it was, no it was actually be- adams no one was on him dude it was just it was so disappointing to see this team crumble like that and I, I honestly don't know what happened i don't know what was said what their mindset was like i don't know if they were just like okay yeah we're going to this game we th- think we're
1: going to win like I, I don't no. know.
0: I don't. I don't know where their mindset was. But at. That, but... that was the
1: frustrating part too, where it was just like, look, we're we one nil down. Fine, whatever. You know, we, we're making it into halftime. We we have majority of the ball. You know, maybe we'll make a couple changes at halftime because that's how eager we were. But instead, right in the last minute before halftime, we score off another cross. And I think the the most frustrating part reviewing the goals. Is that all three goals came from no one pressing the man who was crossing the ball in and that's just what frustrated me so much that i could tell that the center backs and the midfielders got confused on if they should press or wait for a fullback to come in because they just they were so out of position but they just let them have time on the ball they let them pick out a good run or um and literally an open man in the box and boom we were down it was just it was just so frustrating especially because we knew that Going one nil down at halftime, we were fine, but then two nil right before. Two 0
0: right before was yeah, you so could, crushing. It was just
1: a sucker punch right to the face. It was just like, oh man,
0: it was it was not a pretty game. And you know, I'm kind of afraid. I'm not. I don't even want to really talk about the game. Honestly, I want to talk about what's going to happen after. And as <laughs> I'm sure everybody knows who follows the the national team, is that Greg Berhalter is currently out of contract. So really, the USA doesn't have a coach right now. But the yeah. biggest question of them all is, are they going to bring him back? Okay. And I think we both have the same opinion on this, but I want to hear you go first. But not like, oh, yeah, let's get rid of him type thing. Like, I, I, I'll i start by saying this. He led us to the World Cup. Okay. Yeah. He introduced us to the, the team of the future. Okay. Disregarding yeah. a couple of players like Jordan Morris, Shaq Moore, all these other guys who we have – basically said they're terrible can't play don't want to ever mm-hmm. see them wearing a national team jersey again um but yeah like, burr Alter has done some good but i think personally it is time for him to go because it's, i thought you were gonna uh, let me go first i'm
1: sorry i just went on i just went on a roll there and i, I could have stopped <laughs> but yeah no, you're good oh there you look, go. I, <laughs> I think um i think it's 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 difficult because he said at first he wanted to get us to the World Cup. He did that, right? Yep. He did that. He did that with the team that failed to qualify. Okay. At the same time, we were consistently making the World Cup, so it's almost expected that we start making the World Cup, right? Yeah, with a uh,
0: country of three hundred twenty-five million people. Yeah, I think it's yeah. expected that we go to the World Cup.
1: Exactly. But. Um, and then um, his next goal: get out of the group stage. Um, we did that. I, we did that. However, considering the opposition and how well we played, it's kind. It can go either or. We played against well in Iran, Wales and Iran, and uh, barely got a draw out of Wales. Arguably, should have got more, but you know, it is what it is. Till two halves, Iran, one nil, bunkered down. That was a hard win, but it, it's just we went into this World Cup expecting so much more. And then we get a good draw against England, okay, and then Holland. And to have Louis van Gaal come out and say the U.S. did not adjust to our tactics. From manager not. to manager, it's just so embarrassing to hear. Like, when do you hear other national team coaches critique their tactics in public? And I think that's – it just really kind of summed up Greg Berhalter as a whole. Um, do I think he'll sign another contract, maybe a one-year thing? um he'll stay with the national team maybe just because uh they might be looking for someone else because i don't know who else is on the market i don't know I don't who know else either. is going to come in like i i don't want roberto martinez after the way he handled belgium so is, like, that, like, even, is that even on the table I, I, I doubt it i doubt it but i, I don't mean, want a situation that. like know. that um just because of how you know p- players were mismanaged from my perspective i think burr halter did well to manage the players uh but he just wasn't tactically good enough and so it's a fine balance of not being tactically good enough and then uh, managing the players i think he managed the players well but i don't know considering what happened with reina so i think maybe one or two more years and then hopefully two more uh, or two years until 2026 where we're starting to fire on all cylinders i think the the key thing And this is what I'll say about the future
0: of Greg Berhalter is that I think this needs to be done as early because we have games in January against uh, Bosnia and And Spain. Is it Spain? I think it is Spain. I have no idea. I can double check for you real quick. Yeah, double check for me while I go off on this. But, uh, yeah, I think the earlier that we do this, the better. And I'll say this because I think this team needs to – because this team has had four – well, mo- most of them two years because I know, remember in 2020 was the first time that we got to see this this team together. You know, obviously it was very rough. These guys were super, super young compared to what they are now, but and they didn't have as much experience. But I think that what's key is that we start early because we, we are hosting the 2026 World Cup. We are hosting this tournament. And mm-hmm. if we don't perform well and we don't have a coach – who knows how to change the game plan, make correct substitutions, have good starting lineups that actually make sense and are not just like, oh, I have to play a number nine. I don't have to, I, you know, I can't change anything about that. Like, it, it, like you know, on uh, like, you remember back in the day, like on FIFA, like ultimate team or something like that. If you mm-hmm. put a player in the wrong position, it's gonna have like bring like the overall down or whatever, it's gonna have a little mark. Yeah. I think that's what, just goes through my head when I think of like Burhalter like making his team things. Because he thinks that he has to play that person where like where like they usually play. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would have loved to see Timothy Weah up top, Reyna on the right, or Anderson, and then from there we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy doesn't know how to adjust to the game. Louis Van Howe literally said it. He said we did not adjust to The Netherlands at all, and and this he just throws on players. He just puts people on. He finally put Reyna on. He gave him forty five minutes.
1: That was a big surprise. But that was was, I think it was just obvious we needed someone like him. He
0: was just like, okay, I know I screwed up this tournament by not playing Geo, and he's like, screw it, I'm gonna put him on. I'm take Jesus off, and then I don't, I I don't know, man. It, It was so frustrating, but I really do think that. If they are going to fire Greg Berhalter, they need to do it sooner rather than later. I feel like the next camp that we have has to have a new manager in it because this is where it starts. This is where 2026 starts. This is where the Gold Cup preparation starts. The Gold Cup is going to be really, I think, very important for us because Mm -hmm. we are going to be seeing, I hope so, a new team. Yeah. not saying ditch everybody that came to the world cup and who didn't perform well i don't think that's how this should go Mm -mm. but i do think we need to have something fresh a new coach new backroom new backroom staff we need to have some new players in the whole mix and a new uh,
1: new free kick specialist oh yeah fire that (laughs) dude
0: fire the set piece specialist whoever you are you are terrible who is this guy like i want I to know. really know who so, this guy is
1: so uh, going back to the friendlies we're going to play serbia and colombia so we're both terribly wrong um but um no i mean i agree with you uh i don't next, know where i next, got bosnia from <laughs> i don't know where i got spain from uh but um <sighs> heading heading into next month i, I agree with you um these this are preparations for 2026 um but very beginning uh still have to remember how far this squad has come from not qualifying yeah. Uh, from 2017, I mean, who were the who were the returners? Like, what maybe Sean Johnson? Uh, was Sean Johnson even on that roster with like Polisic and Yedlin? And that's about like it. Like 20 when we didn't qualify. Yeah, 2017? when we didn't qualify. Yeah, uh,
0: that was when the team was like Michael Bradley. Paul yeah, Arnola, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's Pulisic. the thing, right? So
1: this team has come from uh, a largely based MOS group into more European. Um, you know, I I think in the coming years we will see more European players on our on our roster. I think that's it'll be great additions, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they f- what kind of system we start playing uh, if Berhalter isn't um, extending his contract.
0: It will be It uh, it will be very interesting to see, it, and I think that me and you will have a video or a podcast where we go further in the depth the players that we want to see in the next camp but you know i think yeah, this will. team this team just needs a whole overhaul of certain positions i think that we have some obvious names that we think should never <laughs> never return unless god forbid our entire team just Gets Ebola well, or so that's it. You know that's the mean? thing.
1: I mean, like, like a, a lot of our players by the time 2026 comes around, they're gonna be either too old or either gonna be replaced by what we're noticing is gonna be the next quote unquote generational players. Um, mm. so I I think it will be a positive outlook. Um, I'm I'm sure we will start straying away from MLS based players just because of a lot of our youth are following the, the path of Christian Pulisic and arena right now.
0: You know, I'm not even like against having mls players don't get me wrong like no i don't definitely think, i don't think that but and obviously the biggest shocker to us is
1: that having jordan morris on the team and having well, no, Shaq no exa- who exactly i mean good. that when, when these players come on and a, as the world cup does it represents different leagues and you know qualities of different nations when we start bringing on shaq moore and jordan morris against dutch players obviously shaq moore didn't play but when Jordan Morris comes on, he's playing against team, uh, you know, defenders from Holland, you can just completely tell he's not used to it. The pressure is different. Of course, it's a World Cup knockout round, um, but he doesn't adjust, just not good enough. And so it doesn't give us any strength into our attacking options. So, I mean, like, I agree with you that the MLS. Like, I, we shouldn't frown upon MLS players being in our roster because we want the MLS to be good. We want the MLS to be compared yeah. to other top leagues from Europe specifically. Um, but it, it just takes time. Like, I mean, think about how far the MLS has come. So I, I doubt by 2026 we'll still be, uh, we won't be having this conversation because it, it won't have grown that much. But I think a couple decades, you know, three decades. A <laughs> couple no. No, I mean, I feel like that's being realistic. It takes set a really long time for these leagues to develop, gain enough money, uh, interest as well. We need, we need a bigger audience, more investors. Um, so, I mean, at the same time, we don't even have relegation. So Yeah, that's a, that's it's, a whole thing. It's like, a whole thing, but yeah, I agree.
0: But, like, you know, and again, back to it is that, like I said, I don't, think that we shouldn't pick players from the mls pool but it has to be a player that is going to perform and i'm not i'm not even against either if you want to bring in a player who is like on on the edge okay on the edge of being well yeah he's performing but he's not always consistent i am open to him coming into the camp like if we have a friendly or something like that oh yeah that's like a kevin
1: Paredes type of play
0: exactly exactly like you want to have certain players come into this whole whole thing and just see what they can do can they contribute against an opposition and i think that is key as well but it just it this has to be figured out by the next head coach what is he going to do yeah i think I mean, that a key thing too is that we like obviously our scouting was pretty well we found dual nets that who knows if we would have even got them if Greg Berhalter wasn't the coach. I'll be honest. I'll say that. Yeah. Who knows if Yunus, Yunus Musa would have played for us? Who knows if Sergino Des would have played for us? There was a lot of- Even Pepe. Even Pepe. Okay, and that like that's a whole different story the Mexico-American duo nationals. It's, it's a whole hectic thing. But it's just in preparation for our next whatever tournament, I know the gold cup is next summer. And then after that is just Nations League. And then who knows what other tournaments we're gonna be involved in, but the new head coach has to figure out who is going to be his team. I hope he gives a fair shot to a few players that I think could have a impact going forward.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that's the reason why I think this, uh, well, us getting out of the group stage was so important um, so we have some sort of experience. I think it would have been fantastic if we would have made it to the quarterfinals. Um, obviously we didn't, but I think to have that experience, at least to have some sort of foundation that we're kind of building together, especially really young. Um, I think I think we keep forgetting, this was what the second or third youngest team in the World Cup. So we forget about that. And so now we're building a really solid foundation. It was the youngest team in the in the knockout stage. So we're building a solid foundation heading into 2026. We'll have still a solid foundation, but we're going to keep adding to it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think considering we made out the group stage, uh, I'm satisfied. I mean, what, what, you, what are your thoughts?
0: You know, I'm I'm proud and happy that this group got out of the, it was a tough group. Let's not let's not hide from that fact. Yes, we could have been a lot better. But it wasn't a tough. It wasn't like it wasn't tough. Group. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't I think tough, can, but it can, wasn't
1: easy. Canadian you, fans will have a word. Uh, uh,
0: let's not even talk about them. Like, but anyway, I am very. I'm happy that we got to the the last sixteen. But I I truly think we could have probably got to the quarterfinals. I honestly think that because just the performers that we saw on on Saturday was not not what we are used to seeing and mm-hmm. and who cares about the opposition it's just the players didn't play like they us- they were playing all tournament
1: yeah and and, uh,
0: and and greg berhalter of course had his mishaps and that's been a common theme as well but
1: well i think what was sad to see from berhalter was him saying we don't have players like the pie or memphis yeah, that,
0: that is bull who yeah. what kind of coaches <laughs> so come out and say that what like what Coach in their right mind is like, oh, we just lost. The players are absolutely distraught. Let me just basically crap talk them for a little bit. Yeah. you know what I mean. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> My contract's and, out. Yeah, like his contract. I I truly hope he does get fired, mainly because of that, <laughs> but also because he's a terrible, 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 terrible manager. Like in game manager is so it's so bad, man. I could yeah. do a better job, and I like all I do is play football manager. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It no, but
1: yeah, I mean that was, that was so frustrating tough. to see. It was like, like how do you, how do you how are you gonna say that we don't have a player like Memphis, but we have Pulisic? I from the stats, I think Pulisic has played double the amount of matches as Memphis in the Champions League, and he's had more goals and assist contributions with a Champions League trophy or medal at least. So i don't understand it and it was just frustrating to see that especially because we know these players have quality they have experience mm-hmm. um considering pulisic literally has played in the champions league final and won it um so i i don't know it's it's frustrating it's frustrating but like i said um
0: you know maybe maybe at the same time he's right we don't have a a lot of older players okay i'll say this we don't have a lot of older players who are have a lot of experience you know what i mean like so we don't have a virgil van dyke we don't have a a a mem we really don't have a memphis Depay. if you think about it with a a older experienced attacking player who's played in a world cup before who's played at the highest level i mean if you want to call the french elite the highest level go for it but (laughs) we don't have that and this is what i'm looking forward to in 2026 If we do get a new coach, this new coach is going to build a better foundation than Greg did. I hope, I hope so. Whoever this is, that's the hope. That's the hope. And whatever team that he chooses, I think it will be even better than what we saw. These players are going to get so much more experience in the next four years. Like we don't even know what the team's going to look like in four years. Who knows? Some of of these guys are going to be even be there. You never know, because you never know we could just have a random really good talent come out of nowhere and take these people's spots it's a
1: that's exactly what happened with this roster i mean we had Pepe all throughout qualifying and then we had a random star breakout named jesus ferreira start to become in the roster so i mean hope maybe something similar like that Like, will so i
0: know i'm not even i i don't know what you think about it i'm not even mad that he was on the roster because yes no, he I'm, I'm not 18 goals but was there better options yes yeah, I mean, way uh, way up instead. Yeah, I don't know. Greg had <laughs> it so many blunders. This team, just, I don't know what happened in that game, man, but it was tough. And you know, but really, what does this team go forward? How does this team go forward after this disappointing? Yeah, I,
1: I, yeah, I mean, I think what makes it disappointing, first off, is the way we exited. Uh, we we just went in with so much enthusiasm and energy. And we were just like, yep, we're gonna completely blow away this Dutch side because um, we know their weaknesses. Um, unfortunately for all of all of us as soccer fans, Bert Halter did not know their weaknesses. So didn't exploit them. And that was just kind of the frustrating aspect that um, play in the hands of the Netherlands and we lost. Um, and that's what makes it so disappointing. Um, and when we reevaluate this, um, getting out of the group stage, um and then you know at least even making the world cup was a success uh but moving forward uh, like you said we're gonna analyze these camps Um, we have serbia colombia next we're gonna look forward to that and the end of january um and then just the tournaments that come afterwards hopefully we play more friendlies we get to see new fresh faces um ones that are even younger than the players we already have on our roster which will help with a solid foundation so i mean i'm excited at least i think everyone in america is at least proud of this team um they did really well show a lot of fight courage and they're only going to get better from here
0: i'll say this man this was i obviously was disappointing into our world cup uh journey but dude it i'll say when uh i was on the flight coming back to or i was in dallas i landed there for my layover every screen in the terminal had the game on and everybody was watching it man that was so cool to see and i think it's really cool because this game is growing and i think this group of players has grown this game to a different exponentially level. yeah yeah this i mean we, we talked about yeah this we talked about exciting.
1: landon donovan clint dempsey tim howard growing the game for these players that are on the roster now and now these players are going to inspire so many more Americans
0: yeah it was so it was so cool to see and I really think that you know soccer in this country is on the rise and I'm really I'm really glad to say that you know no matter who says that we you know we're not going to be that good I really do think we're to be that good in four years like obviously this was a a stepping stone for us we had to this this group of players had to experience what a World Cup was like, what a World Cup win was like, what a World Cup tie was like, and of course, what a loss did. So I'm super excited to see where this team goes. Um, and obviously, in the next coming weeks, I assume we're going to figure out the future of Greg Berhalter. And I, I think we both <laughs> hope for the same outcome.
1: Yeah, no, like, I really. I, but really, I but really
0: the thing is, is just who's going to replace him. And obviously. Uh, we're gonna have more candidates come in. I really don't think Jesse March is Marsh is gonna even be on there. He, d- I don't think he wants to. He d- he literally said he does not want to coach the national team, and I don't think he no. should. He's he's doing his thing at Leeds. International management and club is so different from each other.
1: No, I, I mean really he's am. he's doing his thing at Leeds. He's he's making memes over in Leeds where he's just whenever his team scores, he's you know. You don't know, putting his fist up, yeah, having great celebrations, making uh, gifts out of himself. So he's just doing his thing over there. Uh, but you know, like like you said, I, I hope to see candidates soon. Uh, and I don't know. Um, I guess since we're on that topic, um, would you want to see an MLS coach? No. No. So oh,
0: okay. I'll say I'll say I'll say this. It depends who because it just we can like. Take Houston Dynamo. So you take Houston Dynamo, for example. This team, and I'll say this about Houston, is that they want to stop being one of the worst teams in Texas and also the league. Okay. mm -hmm. Um, but guess what they do? They hire a wash coach who is not good. And I'll say he's not good at all. Look at his time where wherever he was. He was at DC before, I think.
1: Yeah, he was, yeah. He was
0: at DC, did a terrible job there. We cannot get. We cannot do that with the national team. We need to hire a coach who has, I believe, has international experience, whether it's top level or they were in there. Like take FC Dallas coach for example, he was one of the assistant coach on, coaches on the national team. Before for which national uh, team? US, US. He was okay. a part of Gr- Greg Berhalter's setup before he went to <laughs> Valencia. Then he went to uh, went to FC Dallas. So it, I don't know. It, it's hard. Do you think? And I'll say this. Do you think we should have an American manager or do you think we should have a foreign manager? I think we should have an it, American manager. Or does it just matter, like, their pedigrees pretty much?
1: No, I mean, like, you can look at it from both perspectives. I mean, look, um, I think we saw it from South Korea. Uh, obviously, they got smacked 4-1 today, if anyone is still watching the World Cup. They got smacked 4-1 today, but they have a foreign coach. Um, a lot of these teams have foreign coach coaches, but I think what makes a country's true DNA is from a fellow citizen of their nationality so i i believe we should also have an american coach i think that's why it was important to have uh, bruce arena in before um so and then <laughs> yeah he's bad but like it still is good for the team morale um uh we saw what happened with klinsman yeah we made out the uh no we didn't make it out the group stage the yeah we did that round of 16. we didn't we lost to Belgium in 2014. Two oh, one. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes, I'm sorry about this that. Guy, this guy. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I don't know. It just depends, but I would prefer to see an American coach.
0: Yeah, I mean, personally, I think you could go either way. I think it just matters that their pedigree, how they play, and all this other stuff. Because I swear to God, we cannot have a washed up MLS coach. So they're like, Oh, we have to keep the American DNA alive. No, but that blah, was the blah, thing. Berhalter
1: wasn't a washed up coach. He just went, he, yes, he, when was. he was, when he was hired, he won the MLS cup with Columbus crew.
0: He got fired from Sweden for not scoring enough goals,
1: but he Second won division. I know, I know, but he won the MLS cup and that's why he was chosen to be the U S national team manager. So, I mean, that's, that's just kind of the conflicting sides. Um, Obviously, we we don't have a great pool of American coaches, um, so. There's one, but he doesn't want to coach us. Yeah, I mean, can you blame him? He's having fun no. in Leeds. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, maybe the next step is a international manager um, who can spice things up and get the Jose best out a. of these. I mean, to be fair, I think that's I think, you know what? Since we could have an international manager, I think that could be a good thing because America is built up of all this diverse people. So many diverse people think about how many um, dual nationals we have. Like you said, Mm. maybe it would be a good thing that we have a foreign coach.
0: Let's get a dual in coach, bro. Let's get a dual national (laughs) coach. I don't know. Like, obviously we will find out in the coming weeks what's going to happen with that whole situation. We could very well have Greg Berhalter for the next four years. I hope not. Let's because go. We've seen what's happened whenever he's been the coach. Yes, he won two trophies for us, blah 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 blah. No one cares about that. We care about the World Cup and how he picks players and all this other stuff. But uh yeah, man, I'm excited to see where this team goes. Obviously, we're going to be covering more and more of it and uh, eventually we're going to get into the MLS uh soon enough because the season's coming up. So, uh those listeners out there keeping keeping tune or keeping I don't know how to talk right now. I've no, I that mean,
1: long, but... no, no, it's it's important because I think that the growth of MLS is going to be very substantial in the for the national team further. I mean, l- like, look at Holland. They have a lot of, you know, players from their academies who are now in their international team. So it's going to be important. Hopefully we stop sending players to Europe and they're all just come through MLS academies. I mean, that's the goal one day. So we're going to keep covering MLS and uh, hopefully soon cover USL as well. Um, yeah. And, then of course, yeah. still still scouting the national team and see what what happens from there.
0: Yeah, all the listeners out there, uh, as the World Cup is ending, we're still going to, of course, talk about the U.S. national team because it's American soccer. Uh, sooner, or le- sooner or later, we're going to start getting into the MLS, USL. We're going to talk about all of that. Uh, but, yeah, that's just the coming months for us. You know what I mean? That's The MLS offseason is going on right now. Signing is being made. FC Dallas has signed LAFC's MLS Cup winner. It's a good day this for FC Dallas. Dallas it's good. It's a good day for us. But, yeah. But, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in to From Stance Podcast. If you guys want to yep. reach out to us, uh, find us on Twitter, at the at the Stance Pod. We would love to hear from you. Yes. And uh, we will see you guys next week. See you.